Hello and welcome to the Emperor's New Podcast, where we explore every corner of the Emperor's New Groove Universe. Today I am joined by all three hosts of the Mystery Shack Look Back. Please welcome Ella Cesari. <laughs> that's, to... that's that's Cesare. Cesare, I'm so sorry. It's my second time screwing this up. I'm sorry. No, you're hey, I mean, if you do it a third time, it'll be really funny, apparently. That's, that's the rules. <laughs> yeah. Charlie um, Marlowe. That's you. Wait. Shoot. Can we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> and Shelby Sessler. Hey, Steve. And Yay. Yeah. Today we will be talking about The Emperor's New School, Season 2, Episode 20, Guaca Rules. Are there, are there like 50 episodes of this show? There's 52 episodes. Wow. Yeah. Was, was that still required for syndication at the point? That... I think like I imagine so, yeah. 65 was like the maximum or something. Oh, they fell short. Just short of well, this one is a uh, double length though, so that probably yeah. it's still true. and it's still it uh there's plenty of Disney shows that have been longer and shorter than this. True, true. That's true. This we covered one that was longer. really short. <laughs> um and I want a one frame Disney show. Wait, that's called a painting. <laughs> yeah, there are actually quite a few of those. <laughs> and this in this episode they go to the Cusco Zeum. Mhm. Mhm. at the Cusco Zeum. And Booger. Yes. Mr. Malaguaca voiced by Curtis Armstrong for any listeners who, you know, this is like your first time listening to this. <laughs> I I swore that it was uh Richard Horvitz when I was watching. I see, I, oh, that's another person I've seen uh in person. He's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, is he tiny? And is he green? It was it was like ten years ago, so I don't remember. So he's got thighs. Everyone knows that Richard Horvath grows indefinitely. Oh, he's got a he's got a skin condition. You see, and, uh, <laughs> Gur was there also, but I can't. Uh, I can never Simons, Yeah, yeah, I can never remember. Oh, his... I thought Gur was there. Yeah, Gur. I'm. There was probably no some Gur is notoriously uh, not good at public appearances. He's very reclusive. He he does and not... fictional. Oh well, that too. Yeah. What were we talking about? I mean, I hang out with fictional characters all the time. What are you talking about? That's oh. true. We did interview a fictional character once. That is uh, true. I I interviewed a fictional character partly and partly interviewed their voice actor, and that is star of this episode, basically. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, apparently actual emperor of. Uh, what is the land called anyway? Is there a name for it? Peru. Oh, it's actually <laughs> Peru. Peru. It's I thought it was Peru. sort of like a like a fictionalized. It's the like Cusconian the... Empire, but it's also the Inca Empire. Don't think too much about it. It's... I mean, I'm still thinking about Cuscotopia, but that's a that's a fever dream now. Yeah, that that never got built. Never got the built. The Imagineers, they never got around to that. And one. Cusco, <laughs> and Cusco will tell you that he never he never built Cuscotopia, so that makes him better than Isma. So, did you invite us never... on? On to this episode because it's the exact same plot as uh, I did not National even Treasure from. No, Gravity I brought Falls. you on this episode because I thought it was a fun one. That's a fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I'm then. here for either one because it, it is vibes. about it is about um one going through like a bunch of puzzles to get to a secret location and two about uh finding out that the town founder was a fraud. Well, didn't the Simpsons do that too? 
That's also true. Probably, but yeah. that's true of everything. The, the Simpsons did it. Yeah, the Simpsons, Simpsons did everything. You know, you know, the original plot of The Emperor's New Groove was stolen from The Simpsons. Mm. I mean, I, I love my favorite thing ever is when a different character gets the theme song for just an episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I want to do changed, but Crocker didn't get a theme song. I want to do I want to do theme song takeovers with the characters that did it. <laughs> do it. Yes, do it. Um, Because I think Guac is the only one who gets a like actual theme song theme song. There are other characters like Kronk did the intro once. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Cusco like forgot to for a minute. Um, well, yeah, more important things. A here. couple other times, characters came in and were allowed to introduce, but then Cusco comes in at the last second, mm-hmm. like in a like a bath towel or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I he children's the TV. Everyone, the, the post credits scene of of Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't just... seen. It's been a while since I've like sat down and watched the show, and I didn't not remember how many uh, fourth wall breaks there were. And the one that got me the most was okay. Play the theme song on the xylophone in order to get inside. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so... Less than thirty-seven I... mistakes. I, no I, I, yeah. yeah, no more than thirty-seven <laughs> mistakes. That's a recurring number in the show. Yeah, oh, it's thirty-seven it's, around. It's like the Weird Al number. I was gonna say more. they just wanted to go ten more than Weird Al's number. <laughs> or they, or they just really liked Clerks. Okay, oh, yeah. also true. It's there is something inherently funny about the cadence of like twenty-seven and thirty-seven. I it's think, which is why it's the, it's the syllable count and the emphasis. Yeah, da 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 da, which no, other numbers are lacking. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's that's my note for so other. It's also ancient... just a really strange and random number to choose. So I yeah. would I would appreciate like the most bizarre number. Yeah, uh, 115, 173. Uh, negative eight. Negative. No one would guess it. I love that it allows for mistakes at all. Like if this was a video game puzzle, it would not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're getting a bit ahead of our... And also that, that Cusco gets close to making 37 mistakes by improvising. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like... we're getting ahead of ourselves, you said? Yes. Yeah, in the Cusco Zam, there's this, like, stone tablet thing. <laughs> no one has ever bothered reading. <laughs> that uh, the ancient scholars, which apparently were a thing, uh, because, you know, why not, uh, mm-hmm. were reading, but they never finished it because it was in, like, dust or something. And Cusco uh, fools around with like a suit of armor and plays it like a drum or something, which is foreshadowing. Now that they oh, think yeah, about it, now how many now how many mistakes did he make on that suit of armor? He made. 38. I don't know, but I... I mean, I'd say the only mistake was it says "do not touch," and he did touch. Mm. Uh, no touchy. Someone said of... that <laughs> yeah. once. Well, Cusco, well, they didn't Cusco, say it right. Cusco does not. <laughs> you cannot tell Cusco what to do. Yeah, you can't tell him not to touchy. He can touchy anything he wants. <laughs> he invented no touchy. You can't yeah. tell. <laughs> he he, and then he goes to the cons, and he he's a very good. He's actually a very good spokesperson of uh, not touching cosplayers and, uh, <laughs> without consent. Yeah, no touchy. Have you have you seen that image where there's like a sign at a at a at a at a con that says "Don't touch people without consent"? And yeah, the person dressed as cute. That- Dressed as Cusco right next to it. Oh, wait, really? Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's great. Cool. No, I didn't yeah. even see the punchline of that one. That's great. I was going to say, like, it just hey, kind of sucks that people were enough of a problem that they had to put signs up about it. 
Yeah. I mean, I was at a con this weekend and a bunch of Ed Sheeran fans were taking unsolicited pics of cosplayers. No, so it does need on. to be said. That reminds me of Ed. They're not Ed Sheeran. Those are cosplayers. Ed Sheeran this ruined time I was the in the Cusco Zeo and I touched point. his suit of armor I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Ed I Sheeran remember. ruined the Cusco Zeum. Yes. How dare Ed Sheeran ruin the museum? Do you think they the have, Cusco Zeum? The have, Cusco like, Zeum. The skeleton of Yzma's, whichever one of her ancestors isn't still alive. Because her mom. Apparently yeah, her, mother her, mom. Is still, her mother is still alive. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> is that in an episode? No, it's yes. still her skeleton, though. That's so funny. Just, she got a skeleton replacement. She's like, she's like, uh, almost, she's not quite as shriveled as, uh. The chocolate lady? The, yeah, the chocolate lady. Yeah. But she speaks entirely in wheezes. And they got... <laughs> They got Ellen Abertini Doe, I think that's her name, or Dow, to do the uh-huh. leases. Wow. Amazing. I will say, Yzma does look like she got some work between um, the movie and now. Yeah, I like the, the way they budget. draw her. I, I, like, what the fuck? I really do like the, the her design in this show. I didn't, I didn't notice like, what they did differently. But, but like, you can't call her beautiful less... with a clear conscience. <laughs> no, but she, no, I love um, the hot works. It's really difficult to have you seen have you seen how Yzma was animated in the movie like that on a TV yeah. show budget? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's just much less wrinkles and much less chest well, impression. She got that whole uh, she got that whole cat surgery done, and then yeah. that, that kind of really uh, um, got her on some good skincare. Cusco yeah. ends up eventually Guaca, who's being used as drums with the suit of armor, mm-hmm. uh, is fl- flung across a thing. And falls in front of the tablet, and dust falls off, and thankfully, and that was the only that they couldn't figure out how to get that because he was the only way. That's the only way to get dust off of things. That's why the scholars didn't figure it out. And then they it it didn't remove enough, but then Kronk conveniently sneezes, and it removes more dust, and it turns out that it says continued on other side, and no one ever looked on the other side. (laughs) How to cook for forty humans? Wait, there's still more space dust. And so then, uh, Mr. Malaguaco, who is the second, the one of two characters in this show whose name is a pun on guacamole. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, because this is a very sensitive cartoon (laughs) (laughs) from the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Um, he reads the back of it, and it says that Kufsko's ancestors were 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 dummies. They were the fake emperor. To distract from the real emperor who was Guaca's ancestor. So Guaca is like the true in Gravity Falls. Heir to the throne. Yeah. And then Guaca's father shows up in the clouds and he says, Guaca, you must take your rightful place as That emperor. didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> How many times have we seen that? Oh, let's rewind. So now um, Guac is the emperor, huh? Yeah. Rock is the Emperor, and he's voiced by Justin Cowden, who I, as we mentioned, have interviewed a couple episodes back. Who has never voiced a cow, interestingly enough. Well, well I didn't want to get Well, you know, cast. they never, that, that's, that Home on the Range spinoff just never ended up getting picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, how come, how come no one ever asked John Sanford what his pitch was? Like, I've heard on musicals with Cheese, they asked him his pitch for a sequel, but what if there was a TV show? What would that be about? Would be about I mean, we could have done that. We could have done yeah. that. Yeah, we could have. We could have asked. It. Well, bring him back. Bring him, well, yeah, bring I, him I back. I am going right to now. interview him for the sequel to my documentary, which is all about the entirety of the 2000 animated movies. After okay. the group. 
S- let's get on to the episode. Onto the episode. They um, read the back of the tablet, which people neglected to read. Previously, yeah, I discovered the text. Guaca is the run true uh, emperor. So yeah. then Guaca becomes emperor immediately. Yeah. He like, tries to marry Melina. Yeah, Cusco's like, but don't you have to graduate? And he's like, I already graduated. I'm just a sim. <laughs> yeah, he just hangs funny... out. <laughs> he's the he's the Pierce of this show. I, I I'm a sim. I stick around for you. And Cusco's the Cusco sim. Yeah, that's why the sim. only reason that you know the only reason that he wants to marry Melina is because he looks up to Cusco and Cusco wants to what marry Cusco Melina. would do in that situation. Yeah. Like he follows all of Cusco's advice and it's terrible for Cusco. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Guaca has a crush on Cusco. Yeah, I, I ship it. OTP, make it so. He got him, he got him rainbow underwear undies for his birthday. Guaxo, I, I ship stand Guaca. <laughs> I stand him so hard. Like Waka Waka. the man, Waka, respect Waka, him. Waka. He does say he, he does say that in the last episode that uh, we reviewed. He dresses up as like a carnival barker to be Cusco's superhero identity sidekick. Also, when I saw this was episode twenty, I I I misjudged how many episodes would be in a season. And I'm like, can you get us series. on for the series finale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you well, want to be on for double the series length? Finale? I thought, yeah. Imagine if the imagine if the show ended with Guaca <laughs> being the true emperor forever. The end. Yeah. But then <laughs> they make uh they make him you know. Whenever they'd occasionally, like every 20 years, 10, 15 years, they did something at Disney in the parks with the Emperor's New Groove, they'd have Guaca instead. Guaca instead. Although I would like, love to have a Guaca face character, please. Who is, who no, no, is he, this face character? Uh... And they'd be like, oh, that's Guaca from the Emperor's New School. <laughs> from the Emperor's New School. Emperor. Yeah, I would love the to titular have Emperor. Well, see, some, like, some that's Disney Cusco. characters. And it'd be like, uh, someone hasn't seen Guaca's New Groove. The, the scariest <laughs> The scariest thing is none of the Emperor's New Groove characters, they have them sometimes in Paris as walk-arounds. As walk-arounds. Right. Yeah, I was, I was, that's literally what I was trying to get at. Uh, would be a none of them are character. face characters. They're all big, <laughs> creepy, terrifying mask characters. I mean, that works for Yzma for sure, but... It would work for Llama. I would well, so yeah, Cusco, for Llama. There's two Cuscos. There's Cusco the Human, which was introduced in like 2013 or something, and Cusco as a Llama, which was introduced when the movie came out. And then oh, they wow. kiss. Cusco's true love, Cusco. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, we all know that. Llama Cusco, regular Cusco. Have you seen like the the novelization of the Emperor's New Groove? The cover is Cusco standing uh, with his arms crossed, back to back with the Llama Cusco with its arms crossed. So it looks like it's a a romantic comedy about Cusco (laughs) falling in love with the Llama. Or like a buddy cop film. But I would, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Let's watch this. They're both back to back with guns drawn. Um. And then they invented they... guns for this one. They invented they the computer for this one. <laughs> they did invent the computer, and Kronk can type 500 words a minute. <laughs> he didn't want to seem overqualified. Well, Kronk... Kronk, like updating her resume is so choice. Brain Kronk... surgeon. Kronk, uh, Kronk is just a man of so many talents. I I've seen that clip on, uh, online before. Same, before yeah. Wait, well, you know where you saw it, Charlie? Where? Aired in my documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true. Yeah, it's in my documentary. I, I did narrate that. I do, I do feel like all that's the... a meme, though. Yeah, I saw the memes of like, how do you spell it, gorgeous? Uh, yeah, you don't yeah, spell the, that the, with a, That's uh, the like amazing that. thing about the Emperor's New Groove is every every single installment in the franchise has had at least one meme 
spawned off. As it should. Good. Um, now, this one was really funny. I remember you were saying earlier before we recorded how, like, the first season apparently got a lot of critique because it was reusing a lot of jokes from the movie, but I felt like this had a, a lot of, like, good, like, original uh, humor yeah. in it. I there was a part where they suggest reusing a bit from the movie, and they were like, no, let's yeah, not that do part, that. I already that, did that bit. Wait, that, that part kind of blew my mind, because I think, again, it's been a while since I've really watched this show. Yeah, I remembered it as a prequel, too. I remembered it as a prequel, and then when he's like, oh, no, we already did that, I'm like, what? Yeah, Chicha, <laughs> Chicha has her third baby. And the t- that's how you really know who she was pregnant with. Episode, in in yeah. that moment, in me and Ella's world, there is a Emperor's New Groove timeline Ouroboros. Yeah. <laughs> or or it could have also just been Kronk breaking the fourth wall. No, no. It's say, it's the timeline is Emperor's New Groove, Kronk's New Groove, Emperor's New School, and then Emperor's, Emperor's New, Groove. New Groove. Yeah. And Emperor's New <laughs> But my timeline is uh, the Emperor's New Groove the Kronk's New Groove, the movie, um, the Emperor's New School, and the finale of the Emperor's New School, and the pictures that you see in the credits of Kronk's New Groove happen around the same time. Gotcha. Oh, okay. uh, wait. Uh, how about this? Years... I'm going to insert this. Then Kingdom of the Sun. It took me years. <laughs> yeah, then the it took me years to come up with that timeline. <laughs> <laughs> and it... a cork board with a ribbon. Connecting everything. You were oh yeah, that that was uh, my cigarettes. my header on Twitter for a while. Perfect. It was a it was, a, yeah. was a, a conspiracy board connecting Kronk's new groove and the Emperor's new groove and the Emperor's so, new groove. So Cusco hears about an Excalibur cup, right? Yeah, Cusco. Uh, uh, Guaca takes over the theme music, as I believe we mentioned. Oh, I love stuff like that. This also, movie- yeah. Speaking of the theme song, again, I I forgot how much the theme song rips it's so good and then realizing in the credits that it was uh by written by danny jacob who uh did a lot of the phineas and ferb songs including tracks because micah tells me that a instrumental of an emperor's new, uh, yeah, an emperor's new school <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just plays in phineas and ferb sometimes. all the time <laughs> and and it's like they told him like okay we're going for college fight song meets 70s disco and they nailed it it's yeah. so good <laughs> Oh, I'm obsessed with it. But yeah, and then we get Guaca's version, which isn't long enough. It needed to be it, the full thing. It, my, the, I think one of my favorites uh, instances of the a different character taking over the theme song in the middle of an episode is from Dave the Barbarian, where Chuckles the Silly Piggy you know, does the theme song. That is not point. on Disney Plus, so if I want to... No, and it uh, should be, but... Yeah. Um, this show gives me a lot of Dave the Barbarian well, someone vibes. Someone on Twitter said they wish that Dave the Barbarian was still on at the same time so they could do a crossover. Mm. Oh, that would have been, been good, yeah. Also, yeah, that Charlie, also implies always... that that Mesoamerican civilization is way more advanced than Europe at that time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love yeah. it, yeah. It kind of was. Yeah. Also, Charlie, I know I think you told the story on the Mystery Shack Look Back when we talked about Weird Mageddon, but then there was like uh with Abercatastrophe, the fairly odd. Yeah, yeah, I told thing. that story that um uh when the the world gets rewritten for uh the chimp the playing under the apes parody and the, when the chimp gets the gets takes over parody. the world, uh the, he gets the theme song. Yeah, and that then... has something in common with the Emperor's New Groove franchise. You know what it is? What? Right. There's a monkey. And the main character calls it a chimp. <laughs> you're right. You're right. He does. You're right. It is a monkey. Kronk. Anyway, um, Kronk he refers to it as a monkey. It's not a monkey. 
There's Even if in, it has in, a monkey kind of shape. And cool. in, in the in-character commentary that Cosmo and Wanda did, um, when Crocker takes over the world, they're like, how come we didn't get a theme song? And then they start improvising one in-character. <laughs> Oh man, I love those. That's why another reason I'm trying to campaign so hard for this to get it is just so uh sadly we can't get uh Earth and Kit to do any, but like I would love to have Well like, hasn't if I there have been other voices since then, yeah. Was it Candy Milo? Candy Milo's one of them, and then I think uh they they had political differences or something stupid. Oh, because yeah. she wanted to kill the emperor and become empress. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a pretty big problem. Well, isn't that's that a pretty her big job? political difference? Yeah, As she wanted to do it for real. Yeah. She came at JP Manu with a knife, and they were like, "Hey, this is <laughs> um, on her attack to her thigh." Leslie Carrere Rudolph, supposedly, according to I know that, uh, not I know oh, that. Oh, really? Website, okay. The voice website did it behind I the don't voice. Trustworthy that is. I mean, that's what it says on Wikipedia. So that makes me want a Muppet Isma. She's primarily a Muppet, Muppet Isma. No, <laughs> she makes your dream come true. You know how there was a Muppet, you know, the new Muppet Baby show? Mm -hmm. You know, who plays yeah. the, the, the new character they made just for that show? The penguin, it's yeah, it's it's um, Jessica, Jessica DeChico. Yeah, DeChico. There we go. I've never heard it said out loud. I've only I had to, I had to learn it how to say it out loud for Mr. Shack Look Back. We had to pause the uh, Bob Scanaway says DeChico, but every time I've heard her interviewed and referred to herself, it's DeChico. Yeah, we had to pause the uh, the Gravity Falls um, Seuss and the Real Girl episode for like five minutes to find a video of her saying her own name. Like this. The scariest episode of Gravity Falls to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. I just, my brain, when I see the, that many repeating letters, shorts out, but I have dyscalculia. So, like, that makes, yeah. I It's an Italian name, I believe. Yes, which is why she plays why? Mario <laughs> Mario's mom. Mama Mario Mario. Mama oh, Mario. I was going to say, which is why she plays a uh, Incan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the closest we have to an actual. And it's still very, 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 very far away. Yeah. Is, uh, the twins are played by Gabriel Iglesias, who is also not Peruvian at all, but he's at least not, you know, white. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's yeah. he's probably he's probably Mayan. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Or no, he's Aztec. I meant he's probably Aztec. He's Maya Inca Tech. <laughs> exactly. That? That's where the show takes place. It's on yeah. TV on TV tropes. There's something called Maya Inca Tech, and it's when stuff. Sometimes this does it, even though they directly refer to it as Inca. Um, so it's essentially the equivalent of like Agrabah just mashing up all of these disparate, like, yeah. Like... yeah but also, there's American stuff. So, <laughs> like, like, yeah, so it's just the like in computers. Pop the, the Inca version of Bob's Big Boy and stuff. <laughs> That's true, and I yeah, and she's the um, she's she's she serves lunch at the school. I didn't know. I don't think I knew that. Before. The yeah, the waitress. Because they needed to shove her into the show because she's a character from the movie. Because from the movie. We yeah. need her in as many places as possible. Also, Ruth, uh, I was watching Rudy's this with my wife. And after um, after Guac eats the whole meal and then they try to offer him the poison drink, Nia laughed and was like, they didn't poison any of the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also. It only works with potions. You know. I read a theory on the internet that the reason that Cusco himself doesn't have a taste tester is because it never crossed his mind that someone would try to poison him. 
Yeah. That was my job at the New York Renaissance Fair. I had Who would to want to get rid of me? I'm me. <laughs> I had yeah. to pretend to eat the fake food before. Who the would want to get rid of me? It. I'm the best emperor ever. Buy my book. So wait, wait, Charlie, was any of them? Was any of it poison? It was all fake. So yeah, probably. Ah, uh, well, you're still here, so poison. If I didn't actually it. eat it, it was all panto. It, it, I actually probably Sorry. did the queen a disservice there. Yeah, one that was kind of your job. You kind of failed at your job. One, there one thing that did confuse me as a kid was in this show. They often act like Isma intentionally turned Cusco into a llama. When they yeah, the yeah. Of the history. Movie. Is to make herself seem more competent. He's trying yeah. to murder. Dead. Him. He's supposed to be a lava. <laughs> maybe she, maybe, she, yeah, maybe she uh, rewrote history of it. And I've rewritten history. Well, this oh, is yeah, what no, I'm saying actually... about the timeline loop. This is the sequel to the version where she. <laughs> it's like the Zelda timeline. Purposely turned him into llama, <laughs> and the prequel to the version where she accidentally turned him into llama. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah in the in the that original, sounds really uncomfortable for Chicha. In the version that she went through, yeah, yeah, she gets pregnant <laughs> and unpregnant repeatedly. Chicha's <laughs> number of children keeps shifting. <laughs> that baby keeps being but born you know, and unborn. The voice of another character that wasn't in this episode, along with Chicha, sadly. Um, Chaka in this show is voiced by the voice of Toph from Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And she does a really good job at sounding like uh the actress who I forget the name of who I think her name was Kelsey or something, who did it in the movie. Yeah. She's she's a good voice actress. A llama. Yeah. He's supposed to be a llama. That's, that's a YouTube <laughs> Yeah, and she makes a YouTube poop of her own life in order to make it seem like she meant to do it. Yzma makes Yzma, I know. She does have a computer. I'll create a YouTube poop of Cusco, and then no one will be able to take him seriously as emperor anymore. I'll make him say penis. Yzma created the YouTube poop curse. Yeah. This is not war. This is required listening. There's a handful of Emperor's New School YouTube poops. Nice. Well, first, so, there's more for the movie because the movie's more famous. I like that Guaca's instincts is to be just like the most based socialist emperor, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, we 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 royal people have plenty of water, so we could give the water. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's so weird that he simps Cusco, but he's like such a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think it runs in the family though, because his dad, who's Irish, because you know Irish in the Inca Empire makes sense. Yeah, one of those <laughs> Irish Incas. Um, also says Cusco rules. <laughs> so that seems Wait, to be like their, Irish? their family motto is Cusco rules. Oh, Cusco. I was <laughs> talking to Cusco the other day. Well, that is, that is where potatoes would have been in I, the world well, at that time. They did. They, they do have potatoes in Peru though. As yeah. Well. That's what I'm saying. Potatoes were in Peru at this time and not Ireland. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you know, Irish people didn't sound like that. Where until Melina they enters the potato growing contest. Huh. Oh yeah, yeah she completely, does. There's a completely unrelated plot with with Isma and Kronk, but at the end, the thing that the Isma and Kronk thing ends up sabotaging the A plot. Does that not sound familiar to another show? It sounds mm. like most shows I watch. Right? Phineas and Ferb, though you meant. Yes, Phineas and Ferb. There's a science fair and also uh, an evil villain, David, and they uh, don't know David each other was on is an happening. Episode, but... And he pointed that out. That uh, yeah. David is ten out of ten. Yeah, David <laughs> pointed out that it was. The same type of thing as Phineas and Ferb later did. 
So this kind of doesn't become the like national treasure riff until like the second half, right? Like the first half is just kind of like showing and Cusco, then like and then why, Cusco, Cus- you're getting your own treatment. And Kronk is like, why does he? Why? Why? Why does Cusco make fun of me for being too silly? I'm gonna be serious. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah, irrational treasure. Irrational yeah, so they, treasure. They have to go find a bunch I'm of secret compartments and stuff. Um, um, and Melina reminds Cusco because he wasn't paying attention because he never is um, about the chalice that if you drink from this chalice and you belch blue fire, which is my mm-hmm. favorite thing about the episode. Yeah, that's such a weird, like, why? Such a specific. Yeah, It's um, obviously a Ocarina of Time reference. You, it of means course. you're the true emperor. And then you um, could use that to dethaw the uh, the Zora kick. And there's two of different... Course. I'm pretty sure there's two different characters in this episode that are voiced by Charlie Adler. Yeah, and no, one is the Grail, Grail Knight from Indiana yeah. Jones. <laughs> yeah. The last you're saying <laughs> so, so socially deprived. Well, because they barely, stuck. I think they, they barely acknowledge that in the actual last crusade that like this that guy he's been has... there for a thousand years. Yeah. 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 But so they, they, it's a riff on, on the Grail Knight having been there for a thousand years where he's just so and, lonely. And yeah. He, he's like the, if the, you know, I think, uh, I think last crusade is a great movie. I think it would have been improved if the guy guarding the grail sounded like, uh, Mr. Whiskers or Buster Bunny. I completely <laughs> agree. And I think if he was completely socially inept, like that. It was like, hey, better. hey, uh, hey, once you drink from uh, a cup of the carpenter, want to like, um, like, I know, say 24 seven. Yeah. Did they say, 24/7? I like that. There's a bit of a, I don't, my, There's my, a bit uh, of author of the journal's energy there as well. Like I haven't been in this dimension in a really long time. But, and then he said his uh, his his coffee break wasn't uh, until uh, October. October. Yeah. I also like the specificity. Of, October, I haven't seen my, a my human. My wife who is self-employed. I haven't seen a human yeah. in centuries. My my wife who is self-employed and when also, he said hey, my, my coffee alum, break is October. She said I see, uh, I I see my wife during my coffee breaks, but she's not a human. She's a llama. Yeah, so my, my wife who is self-employed when he when when he said that, she said, Oh, same about her coffee break not being for several months. And then yeah. and then the coffee machines are all broken and he sings about it. R.I.P. the coffee machines. <laughs> I don't but he has know. a lot of chickens. Any Ella listeners? and I have I believe Ella and I have joked about this exact thing with the Grail Knight before. <laughs> yeah, because it what did he like? I mean, they they explain, you know, obviously he's drinking you know, the cup of eternal I'm, life, but... Thank God, Cusco has a very different definition of birthday suit than I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I was about to say! Also, wait, the other thing is that the Grell Knight, so the Grell Knight, you know, the Holy Grail, the cup of eternal life, like, obviously that's how that Grell Knight was able to still be alive. But this guy is just <laughs> old. Like, he's aged Stay naturally. Alive. There Yzma. is no immortality. And his mother is still alive. So that's true. Live to be they just lived longer. No, but that's Isma. You can live so much, so long on. Though Cusco, though Cusco <laughs> just really wants to live to the ripe old age of. Can you guess? I would say anything where he doesn't look old. So There's first episode where he, he says he's gonna, pre- he, he, he's gonna hide from this monster that he actually turns out he made up to prank Kronk, um, and pray that he lives to the ripe old age of thirty-seven. Yeah, that's when the wrinkles how, how, start. How, 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 old, how old is David Spade right now? Older than that, but... I was uh, saying, how old is Cusco? I think he was this? older than that when they made the movie. Is there how old is Cusco like that in this? Yeah. He's like 18. Five? 
Well, mentally, yeah. Oh. Mentally. You mean in, in He has brain. to learn the alphabet. He's yeah, he's gotta learn his ABCs. That's what the, the yeah, theme song says. How, what he has to be reminded by the director who oddly sounds very Well, it's excited. because he he does it's because they have just been introduced to the Greek alphabet. Of course, yeah. of course. In one blooper in the second episode, he forgets how to spell his name and the director or whoever keeps reminding him the letter is oh and i'm pretty sure the director is also jp manu so it sounds like he's just talking nice. to himself no the, the director is moby i'm pretty sure <laughs> the director is moby moby dick yeah <laughs> jp manu plays a character who looks like moby but is not moby in both how i met your mother and yes community. i know I community, I, yeah I, he's I, moby I, I in community it. and fake moby in how i met your mother yeah, because how yeah. I met your mother couldn't think of Phoebe. Phoebe is such a good joke. Uh, I love that, that Melina so... like opts to marry Guaca because Guaca threatened to turn like her family's house into a store, and Kuto's <laughs> like, "Why didn't I think of that?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. As I, I think, as I mentioned before, uh. Apparently, Cusco has gotten over destroying people's villages to make pools, but he'll still destroy a house to make a store. Well, yeah, that's apparently, he has to learn Cusco... a separate lesson for that. Well, this is okay. You have to understand in this version of the hello the timeline where okay. he was turned into a llama on purpose, he didn't learn a lesson at the end. But then, uh -huh. when it all the events loop and history repeats itself, he will learn the lesson not to be as selfish. Yeah, don't be you. Don't be a shellfish. Mm -hmm. The llama. You're shellfish. A sh llama? He's supposed to be shellfish. <laughs> what he, so what was it that he made instead of uh, the timeline where he doesn't make spinach puffs? He makes tuna puffs. Tuna puffs. Instead of spinach puffs, we'll make tuna puffs. And then Guaca just brought bottled water because Guaca remembers that. Because plastic bottles exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no they, they do not care about timeline or yeah no not at all not at all, all they care anachronism is they... not interesting all though. time happens at the same time that's yeah. how it makes mm -hmm. sense listen Cusco talks to you and you are in the present and Cusco's in the past so time doesn't really matter well Cusco lives obviously as long as the grail night wait maybe this show it. exists in the afterlife and this is all Cusco's heaven maybe, maybe, we're maybe, dead. This, is a, maybe this is all a Cuscoma a Cuscoma <laughs> no in, and, and, and Paul just right there like, like you have to yeah. Yeah. yeah and then uh, and then Yzma's like David Spade in a coma Yzma's like yeah Cusco exists as a corpse floating in space <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's I how I can justify her mom still existing. Yeah. <laughs> well, her mom. Well, Isma also has magic. That's like true. magical potions and shit. I wish oh my gosh, Yzma you mean that her mom is wheezing, trying her best to like say, Isma, just let go. Let me move on. And she's like, no, <laughs> mother, you're the only thing keeping my humanity intact. <laughs> And then, like, what's that mother? More youth potion? Of course, Cusco's <laughs> talking to us because he's so lonely because he's been guarding that grail for a thousand years. He took over duties. Cusco duties. <laughs> Dude. Also, so, the Cuscoin I like. I like Cusco's going to force. Invest in Cuscoin. Waka. Yeah. No, yeah. Hi, Cuscoin, suckers. And then. It's. 
Cusco. He's up on the. Uh... Would you know if this came out now, Cusco would be having a whole episode talking about becoming a crypto, a crypto bro. Right. Cusco would be pro crypto, pro AI. He's gonna. Tacha's like, you're gonna turn my house into an NFT. Well, Cusco would absolutely be pro AI because it means less work. Yeah, yeah, there's. I can't wait for the episode of the reboot where he gets an AI to, where he gets. Yzma, I guess, to make an AI that does his homework, but she's secretly trying to do it to dethrone him. Yeah. And then he, uh, he's like, AI, make a painting of me. Why do I have so many fingers? It's even better. <laughs> now I want to see I wish, uh, ooh, the additional fingers is a nice touch. I gotta see if I can get that done. In- yeah. Biblically <laughs> accurate Cusco. And then Cusco... <laughs> And then it turns and out, it ends with Cusco having twenty fingers on each hand. <laughs> Cusco, it turns out Cusco wrote the journal, and that leads into Gravity. Oh, oh the author of the journal, Cusco, Cusco, Cusco. Uh, Guacawaka is going to force Lena to marry her because Damn. it's what Cusco would do. God, I hope by the end of the, I like I. Yeah, I remember reading on the internet entire like posts like. Why is Molina so mean to Cusco? He deserves better. Like, no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Why? Why? My question is why. Um, twenty years after the Zelda cartoon, they're still writing the male and female lead like that. Yeah. Know. Oh boy, smooching. Well, you know, time. in the in the <laughs> in my in my in my dreams, there would be like a new thing. It's like now Cusco's emperor so because no one wants to really wa- kids don't want to watch an actual show about school let's be real so Cusco's emperor now and we've updated it because uh we want him to be more likable but he's still he's still lazy but he's more like and then Molina is the anarchist that tries to overthrow the government well I did have an idea for that but it'd be difficult to pull off under uh Disney <laughs> Well, we're not under Disney. We're not under Disney. Let's hear we're it. We're not on my planet. Well, that that was Are pretty we? much as far as it went. Oh, I could deal with some uh, some less fat phobia for my for my guy Guapa. Yeah, I to be completely agree. I think that was uh, unnecessary and uh, didn't care yeah. for it. And Cusco could be less fat phobic too. That's true. I mean, yeah, as, as a whole, yeah, we could Cusco deal with could less fat phobia. Have you have you played the the Emperor's New Groove video game? No. Oh. No. Like, Cusco like fat shames Potter like fifty times in there. Jeez. Yeah, that feels very uh very early two thousands. Two thousands. Yeah, and he does fat shame him once in the movie, but in like the film, once. yeah. And well, also, while he's trying to lift him with his neck. Also, which, like you aren't I would as well. again, This is at a point in the movie where you aren't supposed to like him. That's true. And yeah. he's lifting Pacha with his neck at that point. That's gonna you be know, something it's a good you notice. Thing in you're that not movie. a big fat guy. This would be real difficult. He said he's not a big fact. I think you're you're misconstruing his words. Yeah, clearly he was being genuine. (laughs) I mean, I have a hard time with sarcasm. It could go either way. David Spade, as far as I can tell, is never sarcastic in any of his roles. Yeah, Uh, if David Spade was genuine, he would be the most boring performer of all. He would. You could not read David Spade. It's like, okay, what's this guy just tired and just saying normal things? Cool. Oh, so he's he's just waving bye to all these people getting off the plane. Bye, that's that's not that funny. Uh, <laughs> he wants them well, to you know, uh, get off of the have a good one. Wait, okay. The only time I know David Spade has been genuine, uh, I don't really want to talk about because it's depressing. <laughs> 
Do you remember when David Spade got his girlfriend stolen by Jack Nicholson? And then I um, do remember that when they got in a car accident together, she jumped out the roof of the limo so she wouldn't be caught cheating and shouted, I can't be here. <laughs> do you did you know that David Spade's voice is just a high a higher pitch, uh less caring, uh, more bored version of Jack Nicholson's voice? Hmm. You know who taught me that? Who? Ah. I was well, actually. I he I I, I didn't. He didn't teach me in person. I watched a video of him, like at Hollywood Studios, talking about it. Um, huh. shit. James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, him. Oh, that. Yeah, I that I can't tell their voice. I I wish James Arnold Taylor voiced Cusco in this. I cannot tell well, their voice. He and JP Lee are apparently uh, friends. Every time I hear James Arnold Taylor talking his normal voice, at first I think, is that David Spade? James Arnold Taylor says the reason he didn't is just because he didn't audition. I wow. think the reason he didn't is because uh, JP Manu already played Cusco in the video game and they didn't want to bother looking for someone else. That's fair. Um, so they they go, they find, they're given by the Royal Record Keeper, who in the series is much has a much larger role than he did in the movie. And his and outfit is voiced by Rip Taylor. Yeah, and he's voiced by yeah, Rip Taylor, another person who died, sadly. Well, so the, the very gay Royal Record Keeper. Why not? You know, of course. I'm pretty sure like 90% of the characters in the show are some some kind of queer. <laughs> they should be. Uh, yeah, Cusco's in love with himself, who is a man. Yeah. Yeah. Cusco's in love with himself and he loves to party. He does love to party. And he loves yeah, and he loves, he loves funny Cusco hats. loves to party. He loves funny hats too. <laughs> Well, don't don't you love funny hats? I do. The love guy funny at the hat. funny hat. I, booth, I paid entire Coos coin for one. The guy um, at the funny hat booth. Now it didn't look that much like him when I when I paused on it, but and I was just glancing at it. I was like, wait, did did they make him look like Tulio as like a a rip bet DreamWorks for for? Oh God, it? I hope so. No, they didn't. I don't think. Once I looked closer, but that... no, you know, the first time any. Uh, well, not the first time that there's been a crossover because there's been lots of fanfics, but the first time a crossover that at least had people from the Emperor's New Groove actually involved in it, the closest thing to that is my documentary. That's true. That is sad. So and, they go to the museum. Yeah, because well, I want to say the, the Royal Record Keeper oh. gives him like this message that he hid in his closet of gifts he can never return. That was yeah, I liked by, like that. His like, <laughs> great grandfather or something gave him this thing. And uh, it's, it's a bunch. It sounds like a bunch of nonsense, but apparently, when you remove the most important letters of the alphabet, which are I, as in me, as in Cusco, and you, as in no, the least, the most and least important. Yeah, so most I is the in, most important, and you I is the, the most least. important. And, what was and the he, what was it he said about his grandfather? Of just like, yeah, he spoke uh, mostly in grunts. He, sp <laughs> he, he spoke without his dentures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it says seek change. That's the key. And Cusco's like, oh, it means we need to change into our birthday suits. And that is very concerning for a moment. But then Cusco's like in a tuxedo with a. And then there's a very incredibly detailed drawing on Disney <laughs> Channel of Cusco's genitalia. It's really yeah. weird. That's where the budget very... for this episode went. Everything else very, is sport uh... art. It's a very 80s cartoon like thing. I'm just like, oh boy, we get to go put on our birthday suits. And then there's a highly detailed Rin and Stimpy style image of Cusco. <laughs> and then a hyper-realistic blood starts pouring out of Cusco's <laughs> eyes. Oh, God. And then Cusco 
Cusco says, ew, why do I have jello coming out of my eyes? <laughs> because he it's doesn't jam. know what, because it's he jam. doesn't know what blood is. Mm, Cusco I, doesn't know what blood is. I just made that up. I don't. Well, this is before they invented blood. Yes, of course. I, re- I recall. Um, and then uh, Melina says she thinks they're talking about pocket change, and she pulls out the Cuscoin, which is the currency of this uh, universe, except when they occasionally want to mention dollars. <laughs> uh, you know, just in case, you know, except when it's not. Yeah. And so, which are a thing in the video game, though, I don't remember if they called them Cuscoins or if they were just coins with Cusco's face on them. Cuscoin but, is very good. It's and, very good. And then... Oh, also, all of the objects in the Empire are normally named after Cusco, but they change them to Guaca, except for the trash cans, which are still named after Cusco. Yeah. Cusco cans! So, this episode kind of has a bad ending in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah, it's kind of a bad situation all around, because if Guaca had been left to his own devices as Emperor, he would be great, but because he's following Cusco's influence, he's just as bad, if not worse. Well, you know, what we have to do is build a portal... And take everyone except for Cusco away from Cusco. <laughs> and then Cusco can... And then Cusco will rule the empty empire. Yeah. yeah. And everyone else will get to live, I don't know, find another universe where socialism is, is actually practiced. Cusco now. will rule over that squirrel. Yeah. And... That squirrel went with them. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's, that's uh, and then we have Kronk uh, and Pa to team up to uh, take down uh, the government. And oh, form a socialist, uh, mm-hmm. a socialist world, and then they yeah. can rule. <laughs> a socialist okay. world begins and ends with. So us. your so your headcanon is that literally everyone in the entire empire is a socialist except for Isma and Cusco. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. What was it you said you needed? Um, food. Yeah. Ha! Should have thought of that before you. And maybe, peppers. maybe Cusco's ancestors. I don't know. I, we never really see them. Beyond. Well, we couldn't understand them. They they didn't have their dentures in. Well, uh, it's because dad, they had too many eyes and use in there. They threw them in to throw his, us his, off. His dad is uh, Maurice Lamarche, briefly. But oh, like canonically, just Maurice Lamarche as himself. Yeah, Maurice I love it. In the in the <laughs> Maurice Lamarche, by the way, the you know the character Cusco. He's your son now. There's <laughs> a flashback. Yes. And, then, and then they had him and then they had him David Spade in a baby carriage. There's a flashback to when Cusco was a baby and Isma looked exactly the same. And of course. Cusco's father's like, Isma, I want you to go. And I want I'm going it, it's, on it's 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 William Shatter, you're saying? Yeah, I'm going very far away, and I want you to take care of baby to promise me to take care of baby Cusco while I'm gone. Yes. Yeah, and Cusco's then, dad went on a on a ocean voyage and uh, to boldly up, go where no man had gone. He went I was, on thinking, an ocean I was just saying Cusco's dad. And then he he sank, and then later uh, he became it, uh, Tarzan's father. Yeah, and then Ariel <laughs> Ariel found his ship, uh-huh. but he was lost at sea apparently. Everyone's dad is Maurice and, Lamarche these days. And, You're right, and, Elsa and Anna's was. I was going to say because because Elsa and Anna are Cusco's long lost siblings. Which Except makes Rapunzel they their, their They retcon their dad being Maurice LaMarche in the sequel. He's, he's Doc Ock now. Yeah, it's now Doc Ock, yeah. Yeah, because because he's married to the to the writer. That's true, yeah, yeah. And you know, his last name is sort of similar to Melina. Ow. Yeah, that's that's actually it's Melina's true. first name. Ow. Yeah. 
is in fact Alfred. And her last name is Alfred. <laughs> no, Melina's last name is her first name is Melina, and that's her name. Oh, no, I, I'm headcatting that her last name is Alfred. Okay. Shout out to Chad, it's perfect. Kronk Melina is the Alfred. only character in the show that canonically has a last name. What is Kronk's last name? Peppy Crankinitz. That's a good last name. He's a nice Jewish boy. He, he is Jewish, <laughs> canonically. Yeah. He's canonically yeah. Jewish. I and love Disney that for him. will occasionally post on Twitter. Yeah, because he's, he's like the only he's like the only one they can think of. Well, you know, they have Libby now and some other Yeah, Libby, yeah, Libby's Jewish. And Launchpad. And launch- yeah, Launchpad. Launch- 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 Launchpad and Kronk are basically And the, the I mean character. the pi- the pines but like not on screen. I they guess. never no. acknowledge it, yeah. Well, Launchpad and Kronk are about both, religion, but they're both um, big, muscular, dumb, bisexual uh Jewish Jews, characters yeah. who lead a troop uh uh, oh, yeah, but my question is, um, in the Halloween episode kid. that inevitably <laughs> happened, um, what what is Kronk's feelings towards Halloween? Yeah, what is his feelings towards Halloween? It's Cusco wing. <laughs> yeah, what are what are Kronk's feelings towards Cusco? Fear of Halloween, Cusco wing. Um, he participates in it. That's as far as I know. Oh, but people no. believe it is a cursed place upon the earth because of his misfortune. He, yeah. he dressed at the end. He dresses up. Everyone dresses up as Yzma, and we get to see Kronk dressed as Yzma, and it's awesome. Nice. Uh, and I love then, it. Yzma Ween. And then Kronk. And then, so, so, hey, look, Yzma, you got a holiday now. Are you happy? <laughs> at least about that. I would like a national holiday about Yzma. Yeah. Hey, so wasn't there. I guess does it just not happen in every episode? But like, isn't it like Isma disguises herself as Principal Anzi? She disguises herself as Principal Anzi, and the only one who falls for it in every single episode, even though she explains it to him, is Kronk. But like, does that happen? Kronk is face blind. Was that like only a first season thing, or no? That happens in the second. It happens until a few like. Four or five episodes before the finale, Kronk reveals he knew for the past. So she's kind of the doppelganger. Kronk, yeah. For so the past, the Dean of man. Dean of herself. Kronk, in like one episode later on, reveals that a few episodes back he figured it out and has just been faking for some reason. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but then, so she just doesn't do it all the time. She's not like constantly disguised. She's no. Sometimes she's Isma, and sometimes Cusco will will be like, "All right, Isma," and Anzi's like, "Does does she ever meet Isma?" Or- but I'll go get her, and then she'll do the 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 Austin Powers thing. Mm-hmm. Does she ever meet Eartha Kitt? Oh God, sadly no. Does she ever uh, sing Santa Baby, or do a Catwoman reference? I mean, well, she did that uh, one already. She, Yzma she did, a Cat, Yzma did a Catwoman reference in the movie and in Kong's New Groove. Oh yeah, she turns into a cat mm-hmm. and a Catwoman in the yeah. in the sequel. A cat girl, cat girl Yzma. Yeah, Kronk. But she never <laughs> sings Santa about? Baby. What are you she talking never about? Santa Yzma? Baby because uh they never mentioned Santa. They mentioned I think they've mentioned uh it's like it's um they mentioned Halloween and Cuscoween alternate alternately, but they never mentioned Santa Claus. They have a character named Papa Santos. Yeah. Papa Santos. And every Which is honestly every, more sexually charged than and every And does she does yeah. she sing yeah, does she sing to Papa Santos that No, she doesn't should... believe in him. Okay, so she's not under the tree. She uh, me. She uh so and a bunch of times people will mistakenly think 
So she said she's going to destroy Papa Santos, and Kronk's, Kronk's like, no, wait, did you just say you're going to destroy Roger Cantos? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that they feel the need to, like, come up with a Mesoamerican Santa version Claus. of Santa Claus. But There was a time in Disney where they were doing that, because, like, in Sophia the First, they have, I think it's Wazalia? They just started making up holidays for a while. There's an entire TV Tropes uh, article about that. People in this town love Halloween so they, much, they celebrate it twice a year. They know. Who's going? Who's going, everybody? I'm going to make so much money. Wait, 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 wait. These are his twin nephews, Zim and Zam, are voiced by Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I was going to say, yeah, they're voiced by Zach and Cody. Oh god. Oh so oh my god. Only, is that the only Riverdale cast member featured? <laughs> I don't know was Miley Cyrus ever on Riverdale? Listen, Kronk, no. in case you haven't noticed, Kronk, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in, Kronk. I don't want to fit in. <laughs> haven't you ever seen me without this stupid cat tail? That's weird. Oh, uh, then you well, haven't known the ups and downs, the epic highs and lows. <laughs> high, school high school football. I'm gonna turn <laughs> everyone into llamas and it'll make me so much money. <laughs> I should probably stop before I hurt myself. You're the gargoyle king, Isma. <laughs> so they put so they put the coin, they visit the museum and there's a chest thingy, like a like not a like not like on your body, but like a box. A trunk. A trunk not like chest. a crunk, like a trunk. Uh, let's all go get crunk after this. Um, yeah. And there's a hole in it, and Molina puts uh the coin in the hole, and that's what they meant by change is the key. And it opens up, and they go down a water slide. And Cusco resists the urge to reference Cuscotopia. <laughs> I must have. It must have been hard. Yeah, you and mean well, like this is where he got the idea for Cuscotopia in the it, in this in the later time exists all at once. And yeah. then he they get to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. How Emperor's New Groove is both the sequel and prequel to this. <laughs> and Molina. Yeah. And Melina is like, we we need to go. I don't want to be Empress. I don't want to be Empress Quokka. And Kuz is like, yeah, I want to be Emperor again. And also, we better hurry because there's only eight minutes in the episode. Yeah, that was. Oh, I checked the the timestamp and it was correct. (laughs) We we lost our place while watching it. Um, the, the, The. browser reloaded and we tried to find our spot and that was instantly where we landed on we're like sure eight minutes left sounds about right I only, <laughs> and what's funny I, is how do they know when they're writing the show no that's what i was thinking. i, I was imagine that's I, in post i yeah i was overthinking how they would have done that of like it must have been after like the animatic was like fully timed out and they, they yeah inserted that well, also there's just there's like generally yeah. a rule of pages to runtime yeah, like that's, that's how they know the episode. But they do right always right. do pick up after, like, right before it goes I'm out. They wrote it as, and and they maybe just wrote it Mel as, like, Brooks you know, say however this many episode and decided to put that joke in his remake of Blazing Saddles with dogs. Yes, a... because time is a circle. Oh yeah, Wait, that hey, yeah. There is actually no. There is a remake of Blazing Saddles with dogs, and they're samurais instead of cowboys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a yes. joke about their only be- about the runtime in that and the movie. The poster is uh, like a big ass. Yeah, I've never, I've place. never seen it. I just remember someone on Twitter complaining about. It. I was like, that's what you're complaining about. I just know the the poster. one meta joke in this awful idea in general <laughs> is what you're complaining about. I mean, if they only have one complaint. It must have been good. No, wait, it wasn't. wait. They changed the title from Blazing Samurai to Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. 
But you know, that's correct. Like, I I love I love um I would love the idea of just sending that to people who who want to say the n word and say you couldn't make Blazing Saddles today. I'm like, they yeah, did. You, could, you could just make them all dogs. Nothing matters anymore. Movies is broken. Yeah, I was it's gonna the say of Hank, and it that's was the whole today. reason that movie probably exists is because people were saying, well, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles today, and Mel Brooks was like, yeah, me and these other people are gonna do it with dogs, and we're gonna make it shit, and you're gonna watch it. <laughs> You can it make whatever. Really, no one cares anymore. It was really, it was really hard because apparently it's, it's not just that you couldn't socially, you, you physically cannot make Blazing Saddles. Well, today. many like of those the, actors are dead. That's what changed the title. Most but no, it, the it, laws it, of physics will, will naturally resist if you attempt to make Blazing Saddles. Today. <laughs> no, yeah, they were warning us about yeah. the laws of the universe. Um, Dang, I, I love the idea. I love the idea that. They're like, you couldn't remake a popular movie, and it's like, you could remake any. I promise you, if you what came movie to, just came out in the theaters, it's if you came Mermaid. to an executive and said, I want to remake a popular movie, their ears perk up like dogs. Yeah, yeah, yes. but, but only only if they know who you are, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know, or if, if the they're dogs, one of made the enough money. Yeah, yeah. If well, if, I, if if you know, if I were. Uh, if you if you were went into Disney and and said I want to do the I want to head the live action remake of Emperor's New Groove they would pull the lever it might be the wrong lever but you would go either <laughs> flying or down into the dungeon. Oh yeah, well, I don't we want to remake Emperor's New Groove. I want to make uh the the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie about the remake of Emperor's New Groove. Uh, okay, yes, yeah. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. We got <laughs> it's that. It's a very got, good idea. See, uh, Guaca use the lever and use the same lever twice. You're never. You're purposes. not supposed to do that. You never use the same lever twice. I, I just he used the same up. lever twice, but it did two different things instead of uh, pressing the it's, wrong it's lever a, and it a doing the wrong lever. thing. Yeah. Um. Or maybe they replaced it between scenes. So they go maybe. to the llama fountain, and where llamas flow like water. Yeah. Of course. And I'll there's spit. a statue of a llama. That's why it's called the llama fountain. And oh. this show really wants you to remember that it's related to a movie. <laughs> because there's llamas. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, like, llamas were actually, like, the backbone of Inca That's culture. true. Inca society. So, they, and that's why the original version of the movie, they were also very important in. Yeah, it was a llama, llama herder, right? In Kingdom of the Sun, the, the llama transformation plot is, like, one of the only things they actually kept from that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the and the you know the Pacha character was going to be played by Owen Wilson. Wow. Was going to be played by a llama. <laughs> Owen Wilson <laughs> is a llama. Wow, yeah, the transformation was actually Kristen... llama to Owen Wilson. Wow, they they turned him into a llama in real life to try and, for method acting. Then he goes... realized they got the wrong and character. Then he says, "Wait, that was supposed to happen to the David Spade one." Oh. Time works differently here in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he tries to redeem uh, Cusco. He redeemed Loki. Now he can redeem. And Cusco. then Cusco turns into a car, like like that one '80s cartoon. Oh, you know what it is? You know what it is? It was the Owen Wilson version of Pacha that repaired everything to the master timeline, where she turned him into a llama oh, by accident. Oh, there's some TV. Ah! And then the uh, TVA, yes. The llama has three Disney TVA. Oh my god, it was right there the whole time. Oh, whole time. Well, you know, Dan Povenmire once posted on TikTok talking about how he was watching Loki, and every yeah. time they would say, 
TVA, he would laugh. Yeah. Same, yeah. Um, for the Disney TVA, not that. Though, well, I mean, Loki's a Disney <laughs> thing, so. Oh, it's different. It's a, it's a, it's a complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated, okay? The Lakama right. statue has three toes, and he pushes one of the toes, she pushes one of the toes in, and then do they fall down another thing? They do. Oh, shoot, before that. Sorry. What? Well, I mean, we are also already talked about the ending. Uh, when they're in the museum, they Cusco keeps messing stuff up, and Melina keeps having to uh, stop it before it makes noise. And mm -hmm. then a shelf falls apart, and the guard is still asleep, but then they go out the door and they latch it and the tiny sound of the latch is what wakes him up this there Good are show. so many jokes in this show that feel like they could be from phineas and ferb yeah you know why also i do know why the, a lot of the writers on fit on this show went on to write for phineas and ferb um so then they do the thing where they play the theme song on the xylophone and they meet uh, Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> That's not on Disney Plus either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then also a show set in South America. Mm -hmm. And then that would have been a weird crossover. Oh, yeah. Like, how would that even work? <laughs> like what? It's because all the days of your life touch each other like a ball of string. And he goes... Why why is this dog shaped like a human? That's kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh the, we already talked about the chalice keeper. So Cusco goes so back good. to the palace with uh the holy grail of, of infinity. Um I love how quick they are to just accept these fringe ideas of what determines who's the emperor. You they, know these guards, they're just like, oh, okay, that one now, yeah, sure. You know, well, you know, like, uh, by all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Oh well. Anyways, back to business. Yeah, that's how everyone is in this. People are very laid back in this world. Um, they just accept whatever. <laughs> so then, uh, and I also love that just Kus he's like, take your time and choose wisely, and Kuzco's like, got it. He's like, I said, take your time. He wanted to spend more time with him. I like I that he specifically said the phrase "choose wisely." Well, yeah, because we gotta rub it in that it's a reference to the Last Crusade. I wanted him to pick the wrong one and turn into a skeleton. <laughs> Charlie is Charlie Adler going to be in Indiana Jones Five? Is my Should question. Be. Well, you know the reviews aren't very good, so I'm guessing no. <laughs> They're yeah. not. Oh, I didn't want to hear that. I was hoping it was good. I was hoping it was good because no, it's an odd numbered movie. It, the reviews are not good because it premiered at Cannes. Yeah. Like, why would you? That's not. We also a... premiered. Uh, they premiered a bunch of Pixar movies there that did well, and then they premiered this one that everyone is complaining about already, and it didn't. Shark Boy. Like, why, why is the oldest man in the world in this action movie? I don't have cultural context. <laughs> well, you know, well, that the, was, no, that's kind of the only reason if, it was a If he was going to be in any of them, he should have been in Crystal Skull, because in that one, they went to Peru. That's true. So I, think that, a, I think that the alien skeleton was actually Yzma. And there was a Mayan <laughs> there was a Mayan temple in Peru in the Indiana Jones four. No, no. Oh, Steve, they Steve made Hunt. it to Cusco. What is the um, Cusco? What did you say it was called? There's they they only occasionally reference that Mayan pyramids in 
school, but also they reference American, uh, you know, West uh, North American stuff all the time. So I don't really care. But in Indiana Jones, it, it, it bothers me a little bit. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's Even magic. they're not aliens, they're interdimensional There's magic beings. in I aliens. I think that was actually Yzma's mom. It didn't, it didn't really speak in human words. That's true. <laughs> and then, you know the whole reason that uh, there's aliens in that movie is because it's set in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Indiana Jones and the And there were so many aliens in the 50s. You couldn't you couldn't throw a rock <laughs> without it. <laughs> like, there were so many uh, boxes that melted people's faces in the 30s in the 30s and 40s yeah yeah oh yeah, uh, those were you know what let's make america great again and bring, bring back, back boxes, boxes that, that melt, melt Nazi people's faces, faces. <laughs> that's the indiana. name of my uh i can't think of a cover band right now indiana jones and the attack of the giant ants huh well there what? are there are real ants in life that's true. Okay. Yeah, that is you, true. I didn't know about this. There <laughs> are real ants, like, but they live that that eat human flesh, but they live in Africa, and I don't think they do it that quickly. Yeah, and but it was they did it. For, are they, it, are they now are are they ants with a Z or do they live more of a bug's life? Oh, I hope not. I hope they're not with a Z. Well, I mean, either way, someone, even if they're not an ant, is not going to be a good person. That's true. That's true. Do you ever think about that? Like a bug yeah. like ants both have major characters voiced by horrible people. But well, that's bully. because it was they were made in Hollywood. You understand? Yeah. But the ant—that's <laughs> where they grow them. <laughs> yeah, but the ant is the best one. Ant like conscience is clean. Ant the ant has Nicolas Cage in it, so it's the best one. Hmm. And he's on Nicholas Cage. But you know, I hear his character in that movie did not get very along very well with uh bees. Mm. I don't know. I wish there was a more Paul Rudd in it, honestly. Ants. You wish Ants. That's aunt, true. Aunt man. <laughs> so they get the chalice and And Cusco drinks on the edge of our toe to seats. They well first. Baka like pulls a lever and a hole opens and Cusco freezes in midair and drinks from the chalice. First he he explains what the chalice does and Guaca's like, that sounds made up. And Cusco's like, yeah, I agree, but it's my last shot. Yeah, I'm he, desperate at this point. He <laughs> drinks from it. Well, at least he can admit when he's desperate sometimes. And then he doesn't belch at first. And he Where's doesn't belchy belch. I just belched. I'm sorry. Excuse me. And Did then he belch doesn't belch. Fire? And Guaca laughs evilly. And then his tummy growls, Cusco's tummy, not Guaca's. And then Cusco mm -hmm. belches blue fire, and Guaca moves out of the way, and it darkens part of the throne. Um, and then Cusco says, "Excuse me," which is probably the nicest thing Cusco has ever princess. said. Princess, only time, only. <laughs> and then he adds princess in, and does a little shrug. Excuse me, princess. Excuse me, Guaca. <laughs> and then Guaca says, "You're excused, sir." And the royal record keeper comes out and is like, Cusco, you're now emperor. And, Cus and Molina's like, doesn't he have to graduate first? And then the royal record keeper's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I love that bit where he forgets the plot of the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a very... That's a... been back to quote. Yeah. And then, spoilers, of, because this isn't... I don't think spoilers matter that much in this episodic show. Uh, Cus the last episode, Cusco does graduate uh, and become okay. emperor, which is and why. Also, at the end of this episode, he belches for the entire credits. Yeah, well, but but wait a minute. Before that, he belched, uh, and that's how you know he's the one true emperor. Which means that the stone tablet at the beginning of the episode was wrong, because... and it was it was faked. 
fight Yzma and Kronk. The whole time. Yzma and Kronk in robes. Yes, but yes. Did he get to keep the robe? I hope he got to keep it. It was a nice robe. But, uh, and, uh... And it was, like, purple to match, like, Yzma's whole motif. Yeah, it was nice. And, of course, I, I, I want figured, a purple cake with a little me at the I'm top. pretty sure Melina already knew that, <laughs> but didn't want to just, but wanted to, like, prove it anyways. Yeah. And it would be more fun to just, like, pr- find the chalice and do shit. Yeah, and, but that means she has to spend more time with Cusco. It means she has to spend more time with Cusco. It also means, like, I get to do puzzle-solving shit. So, That's yay. true. She loves adventure games. Well, she's very <laughs> smart, so I just assume that she would, like... Yeah, solve. she played uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. And... Yeah. So was it Eartha Kitt in this episode? Eartha Kitt is in, is in all the episodes. Yes. Oh, um, okay. She died, like, a month after the last episode aired. Oh, okay. She was holding on. I am, I'm obsessed with the way that Yzma's, that Eartha Kitt says Cusco. Cusco! Cusco! No, when she's, like, saying it fast, she says Cusco! Cusco! It's so good. And Grok. Grok, yeah. I'm here, too. And then, uh, Cusco, the Yzma tries to, uh, to drown them. And they climb onto a, a, a the throne. He has to drown them in like uh, Kool Aid. And for the first time in his life, Cusco does something useful and notices something. <laughs> he, he notices. Well, he did something useful in in a movie I saw once. I think he yeah. wants to make a wish for, for a the funny first time hat. in the show. He does something <laughs> useful. Yeah, but him he he didn't use like a lot of brains to save Pacha. That was more of a uh instinct thing. Yeah. Um, he notices the hole in the throne, and they put the coin in it, and it uh, floods. And they re- also resist the urge to have the water come out the nose of the pa- of the palace. Mm-hmm. Go for the. I like the the complex like the uh, plumbing system. system that they have here. You know, they a- they actually <laughs> had aqueducts. Oh yeah, uh, no, I, that's why that's why I like it because it's authentic to. Yeah. Um, it is one aspect that I think is you know, tastefully done, unlike this kind of. Agrabying of uh, Mesoamerican uh, culture, and then, and then, uh, Molina gives Cusco one uh, one of her Cuscoins so he can buy a funny hat, and then he belches, and someone had to animate it. But not that lo- not that much animation because it's, it's no. Just... But in the first season, yeah, he... Cusco pukes a rainbow for the entire credits here. He does. <laughs> in the first season, they just reused clips. From the episode and dubbed over them, except for one, like once in the first season. But in the second season, they would have occasionally entirely new scenes for the credits. Wow. And that's the first time that's ever happened in television, correct? <laughs> the that they school credits have the, they always have a post credit scene. This one, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, as Nick Fury walks up and talks to Cusco. And he says, uh, Cusco, you and Deadpool need to team up. And then it says <laughs> Deadpool three, even though when this episode came out, one and two hadn't come out yet. <laughs> oh, well, they, they knew. This time they knew is a circle. They knew ahead of time. In, the, in, in Deadpool three, he's going to turn into a llama. Well, I'm really hoping in Deadpool. And Wolverine's going to turn into a Wolverine. It's crazy. <laughs> no well, you know, Wolverines and wolves are entirely different. <laughs> you know, yep. He says, "Do you know about the Rugrats movie?" In the I do. Rugrats movie, there's these two. Uh, park rangers and one of them is a blonde guy and one of them is voiced by Whoopi Goldberg and the blonde guy talks about all the creatures in the forest he says wolves and wolverines 
which are completely but different. You know who didn't see that movie then? You? Was um, Hugh Jackman, who started doing wolf mannerisms his first day on set. And they pulled him aside who, and said, you know what are you the, doing? You know who voiced he was the a blonde, bit like a wolf. The like, park ranger who said that line? Was it? David Oh my gosh, David Spade, yeah. Yeah. David Spade, was that the only animated uh, theatrical film he was in? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Did you know that David Spade was in some weird movie with like a white gorilla? What? Yeah, hey, and his name was Chris Farley. Chris Far- yeah, I was literally about to say the same thing. <laughs> I mean, an animated one you. that came straight to video. <laughs> Don't talk about Chris Farley that way. You almost talked about Chris Farley. <laughs> I was gonna say Chris Farley is is the is what made made David David Spade uh pride once. I'm sure he's probably cried many times. I know that was the one no, time. No, that was the only time in David Spade's life that he's cried. And honestly, I'd believe it. Well, you know, also his sister died. Well, there was the one time That's that his, his girlfriend was in a limo accident with while cheating on him with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but that was really out funny to him. shouted, I can't be here. That to him, that <laughs> That's what he said, right? And then he said, bye-bye. And then... <laughs> uh. So, so Cusco burps all the way to the logos, according to him. Uh, or he tries to see if he can burp all the way to and, the logos. Uh, they mention the logos repeatedly in their show. I think that's good. I think that's very fun. Mm-hmm. It's also like... It's very Phineas of Burp. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even. I feel like they didn't even break the fourth wall that heavily on Phineas. And no, they... but just, just having a deep understanding of how television oh, works. Yeah, feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and also Phineas and Ferb also did the squashy credits thing. Yeah. Like, I think this, and maybe, I don't remember if they did it on the replacements or not. When it's one of the earliest Disney Channel shows from that era to start doing that, where they have clips playing while the credits are smushed. And then Gravity Falls made it famous. Yeah. And then Gravity Falls made it uh, famous, and they added to it. They put, like, codes and shit. Oh, they did? Whoa, I'm going to have to check that we out. Uh, we, we completely forgot to talk about that. <laughs> and then... Whoa. And then... Wait, there are yeah. mysteries in Gravity Falls? We got to start this the, our we podcast. We can start a podcast about it, yeah. We were just, and, we were just talking and, about the barfing gnome the whole time. And, and Dipper and Mabel... We were just talking about crazy stuff Seuss was doing in the background the whole podcast. And then yeah. Seuss shows up and he's like, Whoa, you're an emperor, dude. <laughs> dude. Turns out I'm like actually the true emperor of this place. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of I'm weird. the world's most perfect man. Guaca is the world's <laughs> man. And then Seuss finds out he's the true emperor. And yeah. then Seuss. And becomes best friends with Kronk. And that's the sequel to my fanfic. <laughs> I would read it every day of my life. And then. You would read the same thing every day of your life? <laughs> I you do that. You know she I have horrible I memory retention of what she read as she discussed. Um, and then yeah. uh Bill Cipher shows up and he's like, ah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna And then they'd be like, You're the wrong kind of pyramid, and then they kick him out. <laughs> That's his only they reshape him, they take him apart and reshape him for the purpose of they're like, You need this. more right angles up going up that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then How's anyone supposed to walk up the side of you when you're when you're all and then asleep? he walks up the stairs and down the stairs and then he walks up the sideways stairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So what did y'all think? The, about the what did y'all think of this episode? I loved it. I thought it was, it was great. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I it would be better if I remembered who Guaco was. I can tell you who Guaco is. He's yeah, I believe he's in the show. I was convinced. <laughs> I just, I, as me and I were watching it for the first time since 2008, we we're like, I guess this guy's like a Cusco simp. Yeah. He's Cusco yeah. simp. It's Cusco's number one fan. And uh, is that you? Wait, did is that you? Are you with this show? Oh no, I'm I'm not that as much of a fan of Cusco as Guaca. But you're the the <laughs> big uh, new, you're the big Emperor's New Groove fan. So yeah, but I, yeah, I'm but mostly Cusco a fan as a person of is different Yzma from and Kronk and Molina. Yeah, Potts mm. is pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, Kronk's great. They should make a whole movie about him. I Wait, watch it. Six, a six part saga about Kronk. There is a whole movie about a little mini series. I know. I would watch it every day. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, and I think I think I I would enroll in the school despite having already graduated just to be with Kronk instead. And of then Kronk's uh, God, yes, Kronk's Kronk's father uh, is homophobic. That's true. That is the plot of the film. But yeah. we're not. We didn't talk about that film. We talked about a pretty good uh, double Guaca length Rule. episode. Why was it double length? I guess they had Guaca. to set up. It's one of like four in this season, and there were like six or seven in the first season. And it's that a pretty big length. status quo shift, I think. I feel like it, I wish the the national treasure stuff was like more of the episode. But... Why they never had a two parter on the show, and that's sad. They should have made a TV movie. They could have called it Emperor's New. I don't know Groove. Maybe that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I read somewhere once, and I don't know how true this is, that they actually wanted the series finale to be a TV movie. Um, and they were going to introduce Cusco's parents, which would kind of make him not emperor anymore if you thought about it for five minutes. Yeah, but then he kills his own parents. Then he kills his parents, which is a very good scene. And his parents are voiced by Owen Wilson. And, well, and, Maurice, and Maurice Lamar. Maurice Lamar. <laughs> Maurice Lamar. Well, that's, that's pretty progressive. And, and then they become ghosts, and Maurice LaMarche comes back as a Ghostbuster. He was just clarifying, like, I'm not killing these guys because you know, I'm homophobic. I'm just killing them because they're my parents, so I can take the throne. Yeah. Okay? Just to be clear. He looks at the camera and says that, which is normal for Cusco, so I shouldn't have even pointed that out. And just <laughs> causes the film. Well, I mean, you know, Chucky Chucky, uh, Chucky kill, will kill anyone, but he won't kill you because you're gay. It's gender. Oh, fluid. I thought you meant Chucky Finster from Rugrats the movie. <laughs> with uh, with David Spade. Come on, come, come on, come on, Tommy. Let's fucking kill Angelica. <laughs> well, know, wait, Tommy. Tommy does try to kill a person in that movie. No, a baby, <laughs> another a younger baby than him. Yeah, a baby is actually an age of a person, Mella. Yeah, but you say that like he tried to kill an adult human. <laughs> That would have been more fun. <laughs> I, I wasn't just implying the species. I didn't mention the image. Oh, 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 I see, I see. He tries to feed him to, like, monkeys or something, right? No, he tries to smash him over the head with a rock. No, he does not. <laughs> he tries he to smash He does. He says, no. He says, I promise I know. you. He tries to hit him over the head. Tommy says, I know no. how I'll get rid of Dill. I'll turn him into a flea. <laughs> and then... No, yeah, Tommy, think... Tommy ships him in a box and sends that box to himself. And when it arrives, he smashes on, it with a I hammer. really think, I think you're, I think you might be misremembering. I don't think he tries to hit him with and a rock. Hercules I think he tries up. to hit him with a rock. I think I've he never tries... seen Rugrats, so I would believe that all of these things happened at the same time. Does anyone remember uh, when when they met Hercules? <laughs> I remember when he tried to kill his baby brother 
by almost bludgeoning him with something. No, it's not a rock. He tries to pour bananas on him so that the monkeys will take him. Yeah, and it's and referencing... Oh, I just remembered the undershot and the dramatic lighting of him raising something over his head. Well, it's because it's, it's like a Cain and Abel thing. It's referencing... The Bible. Okay. Because it's Rugrats, yeah, yeah. they reference everything with babies. That's the show. It's every it's pop baby culture. Tales. It's really, hold on. It's really weird that it's like a... Um, no, Who's I guess that's old. Never baby. mind. No, that is Old Testament, isn't it? Yeah, it's it Old Testament. Testament. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very Jewish show. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was it's New Testament. Very like, isn't like one side? At least one side of Tommy's family is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the more important side, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so the then, monsters. And yeah. then, and then, uh, Cusco sees uh Chicho with, with. With her baby and says, you can't raise him like that. We're not, the 60s are over and we lost. What if we, what if we added a sibling for Chicha named Chung? Oh, God. You know what? You know where Chicha's, this Cusco's is gonna, not this, here, man. This is probably going to make you uncomfortable. You know where Chicha's name comes from? Where? Where? It, it, well, it comes from Peru, but it's a Quechua drink. It's the Inca drink made from corn. Inca drinka? So she's named after a drink. It's not a real a real name that they would name people. It's a drink. I mean, that Pacha's, feels right for Wendy Malik. Pacha's daughter or Pacha's wife. She is a Mary. tall drink of water. She is a tall drink of water. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm hungry. I already had dinner. I don't know what I'm going to well, do. Well, you wash it down drink. with a tall drink of water. A tall drink of... You know, Stan, Stan and Pacha are both married to Wendy Malik. Well, he was. Well, you know, Patrick Warburton played a character in a show that was married to Wendy Malick. Wait, the, how yeah, did on the X's. What? That's right. On the X's, there was a show right? called The X's on Nickelodeon. Patrick yeah. Warburton right, and Wendy right. Malick were like part of a spy family, and they. So were what you're saying is everyone gets to be married to Wendy Malick except me. With just with once, just the once, hell. your day. Well, and everyone come, gets to be married to Kronk. Okay, well, that's. I also want that. Yeah, I want that too. I want all of that. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. Even even Will Arnett got to be married to Wendy Malick and also be her son. At the same That's time. confused. Yeah, I I do. I don't. I've gotten that far, but I never got past like maybe the third or fourth season of that show because it just depressed me too much. Yeah. Don't don't. <laughs> if you if if you couldn't get there, you it, yeah. Have we? Well, should we wrap up a podcast? Yeah, we should plug this is stuff. the podcast. I saved mine for last. Because I have a lot. Okay. Who wants to plug a thing? You can find all my stuff under my name, Shelby Sessler. Uh, TikToks. There's a lot of Owl House stuff on there right there, speaking of Wendy Malik. Um, hmm. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, all Shelby Sessler, except YouTube, which is Shelby and EVO. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I made uh, the best thing I've ever made uh, recently. It's why there are so many uh, Zelda cartoon references in this <laughs> podcast episode, because I I had to watch too much of it in the process. It's called Well Abridge Me Princess. Uh, all, all, all of my friends here, uh, my co-hosts are are in it. Uh, Shelby is a fairy. Yeah. Uh, Ella is a dragon and a fish. And at least like a few other podcast past podcast guests are on it too, because Kyle's in it. Yeah, Kyle Carosa's in it. Uh, David Gansel's in it. Yeah, it's really good. It's the best. It's it's. Re- I'm so proud of it. I, I I made it by 
paying attention to when I was having the most fun working on other things and conceiving of a way to do all of that in the same project. Ooh. I just had the most fun ever in my life. Just look up Well Abridge Me Princess on YouTube. Wow. And uh, also, I guess I should say, the three of us made a podcast together. Oh, we did? Yeah, talk about I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk about it. Uh, it's called Mystery Shack Look Back, and it is a uh, sort of a combination uh, time capsule and like sort of watch along book club thing for both old fans and uh, new viewers of the television cartoon Gravity Falls, another uh, Disney telev- television animated series. Um, we, where we go, go over into... fan theories that were posted yep, at the yep, time. Yep. We we have we not... even talked to uh, crew members from the show, including series creator Alex Hirsch. Yeah, uh, another another show where there is like a rich spoiled brat who has to learn and uh, is associated with llamas. Oh wow! I, I didn't yeah, that. That, that is true. Huh. Right. And then a llama. For, um... She's supposed to be an antagonist. <laughs> a love interest. She's supposed to be. Um... <laughs> As for myself, uh, you can find me at Drawn Without Ref on the applicable social medias, uh, if there are any left. Um, <laughs> I, I make cartoons, I make animation, and uh, other things here and there. I do some some songs on elichetsery.bandcamp.com, which is, <laughs> is the yeah. thing that Kyle says all the time. I was going to say, that was just Kyle's <laughs> I know. Kyle now possessed I can't, I can't, for a second there. I can't say anyone on Bandcamp without doing it in that cadence, because that's... That's just the perfect way of it's saying it. It's the correct one, yeah. It is the correct way. Um, so there's that. And uh, elachesery.weebly.com is sort of my uh, portfolio uh, site for all my all my things on my web zone. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, we got some a few scant uh, remaining episodes of... Uh, that's another thing that I, I'm stealing from, uh, from Tony Goldmark. He uses the word scant all the time, and now I'm saying <laughs> the word scant all the time. Scant! It's a good and, word. Well, I mean, you can't scant, avoid it. Well, yeah. Ella, I can't stop you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I I scont. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a handful of episodes left of our uh, over the garden wall uh, bonus thingy that we've yet to because we've all just been busy with other projects and that fight. are coming out this month. This yeah, Woo! apparently Halloween so. continues forever. And then we'll probably go back to. Uh, being mystery shack look back on on this because some of the socials are still in garden wall mo- mode no it's it's that's on me i i i i thought about changing them back i'm like i don't know but anyway we're uh at mystery and then we're i thought you said that we're going back to taurus trapped oh well yeah because this is the part of the timeline where it loops all the way back you're gonna to do the shack. futurama thing where it ends with them replaying the whole series exactly we're at mystery shack until they on- until they decide to bring it back for hulu Right. We're at Mystery Shack Pod on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure we're the same thing on Instagram. It's a really good show. It's a good podcast. All right. uh, Oh, I saw Mystery Shack Look Back on on Instagram. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know know many things about my own uh, podcast. No synergy there. I made... So much synergy. I made a documentary comedy thing about... The legacy and stuff and history of the Emperor's New Groove that Charlie plays the narrator of. Mm-hmm. Charlie voices the narrator, as I like to say. <laughs> I I narrated it. That's how I usually phrase it. No, the well, narrator is a, na- a character. So I it, yeah, it was. Well, I do I do stop and and uh, kind of draw in the frame and go wait 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 wait. I say bye bye sometimes. Bye bye. 
Uh, also, Shelby and I were in something you released recently. Yes, yeah. to, that's uh, on the same channel, uh, Vampire's new podcast on YouTube. I also um, just finished and released the second part of the fanomatic of the fanfic I wrote over 10 years ago that's a crossover of, appropriately enough, Phineas and Ferb in the Emperor's New Groove. And it, most of part two is me and Shelby having a conversation. Sure yeah. is. And like uh, Charlie voices Cusco in that. And Shelby voices Melina. And sometimes it's scary, which is cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Giffany. It's scary. <laughs> And uh, I also have another YouTube channel called Fire Blast Studios where I make cartoons. And I also am in the stages of figuring out how to go forward with a couple movies for that, which are going to be animated entirely. Um, And I also want to say, I forgot to say this last time, um, if you are in the uh, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area of North Carolina in July, on July 22nd, the Carolina Theater will be showing a free screening of The Emperor's New Groove. Now, you still have to get tickets, and you can't get them online ahead of time, so you have to go to the box office and pick them up, but you don't have to pay for them. Um, uh. So that's on J- July 22nd at, I believe, 11, 11.30 a.m., and uh, The Emperor's New Podcast uh, is the sponsor for that. So, yeah. Nice. 11 a.m. 11 a.m.? 11 Was it 11.30? 11.30 a.m.? Yeah, a matinee. Yeah, it's a matinee because it's they're a manatee. Doing, they're doing a, a free, manatee. A, a, he's supposed to be dead. Well, you know there is an episode of the Emperor's New School, not where Cusco is a manatee, but all about manatees, where oh, Melina wow. adopts a manatee, and that's the premise. What, was the original pitch for the cartoon just Cusco turns into a different animal each episode? I and sometimes inanimate objects. That's yeah, that's right. good. Manatee. Manatee, manatee. That's a different podcast. Sure and is. Then, and then Marmondo marries the queen of the manatees. Marmondo marries so Cusco, beautiful. who has been turned into a manatee. And a crossover sure. extravaganza. What's his name?